0: just be like hey everyone like welcome they know who you are at this point for the most part i think every couple episodes you can say ceo of the mission and all that but I think yeah i hate like, saying that you don't have to so yeah. say what you want I and mean, we only have to say welcome yeah just say like yeah today we are diving deep and <laughs> 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 we're gonna dive so deep that
1: this is the mission daily. <laughs> and you caught us in between uh just a conversation here at the studios thanks for tuning in It's always a pleasure to be here with you, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to find the others. So each of us have friendships, relationships, coworkers, employees, romantic interests, whoever we're trying to connect with, it's really tough, and we want to talk about the best ways to display vulnerability, curiosity, as well as signal so we can attract some of the right people at the right time and generally just have a more meaningful life more meaningful life, full of connections. I think that's what everybody is increasingly look looking for. A lot of these digital technologies, they came with big promises in terms of what they were going to do or unlock for us. And people are starting to discover that, hey, being on social media is kind of lonely, but connecting in the real world, building something real with a team of people, that's cool. Steph?
0: Agree. Connecting in the real world is the most important. And to do that, a great way to signal to your people is to get Ooh. to Twilio's signal conference in well October. Played. Thank well you. So their Signal conference is taking place in San Francisco, October 17th through the 18th. And their theme is artificial intelligence, authentic communications. So if you go to signal.twilio.com and use our promo code mission20, you can get 20% off the conference tickets.
1: I love it. Conferences, books, and taking meetings with people you get introduced to. Those are some foolproof ways to start yeah, really building a network and finding some of those people that you can have history with. And yeah, just embark on adventures with. So I think that's really cool. So the first way that I think is people talk a lot about it, but actually displaying it is really, really challenging. And we talked about it a little bit on an episode a couple days ago, which is vulnerability. So Steph, how do you think about vulnerability and when do you think it's appropriate to display or uh, just, yeah, just, just do. How do do we go about that?
0: Yeah, I think when well it depends when you first meet someone i think everyone just like russ roberts was saying in previous episodes yeah. everyone has a wall up and they're trying to you know act have cool. the armor on armor exactly yeah. they, they want to act cool they want to sound cool they want to you know not show maybe too much of themselves afraid that maybe they won't look that good or someone won't want to be friends with them if they do and i think that's an okay strategy until you realize that you trust someone and you know you really can tell them all your dirty secrets because I think that's actually healthy to be able to have someone to talk to about that kind of stuff and really get vulnerable about, you might be in a good mood right now, but I'm pretty down and I need someone to talk to about that. So I think it does take a little bit of time, but if Mm -hmm. you can find the right people who have the empathy and you have empathy towards them and you can really talk about anything you want, that's when you're in the perfect spot. But finding those people can be a little difficult and vetting them to see, you know, are you the person who's going to make me feel comfortable with sharing this type of stuff?
1: Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, we all know the feeling of displaying vulnerability and then having a situation where the person like almost immediately tries to take advantage of that or downplay it or laugh at it or whatever. And that's a big impediment to actually doing it again in the future. Yeah, it can
0: actually make it worse sometimes if you share something and someone comes back either, you know, maybe you say like, oh, I had a hard day today. And someone's like, well, I had an even harder week today because of X, Y, or Z. It can make things even worse because- you know, it's like, oh, is this just a one-up game? Like I'm trying to have a deep conversation here and, you know, let my emotions out, but instead you want to one-up me. So I, I have definitely seen that happen a lot. And then you just get defensive. And from then on out, it's like you hold things in instead.
1: Yeah. Those, those are really, really big challenges and they're not easy things to do, but I think that just like the other day when we were talking to Russ Roberts or when I was yeah, talking to him, it's a practice and it's just an uncomfortable practice that you have to Kind of perfect and i think that experimenting with it too is great so earlier on in some relationships try it see what happens when you display vulnerability or if you're really stressed out about something just putting it out there saying like i'm overwhelmed right now about this here's what i'm feeling can you help because the best way to get to know someone is honesty and if you're being honest about your emotions what you're struggling with they have an opportunity they can either Laugh or you know ex- exploit you or just offer to help or blow it off or you know like you mentioned the uh, the one up upsmanship of I have it worse I have it, no I have it worse yeah you know that can happen but that's the only way you're going to get to know them is if you take that risk yeah. and just decide to be a bit more vulnerable
0: and maybe also thinking that if it doesn't work out this time great I don't have to talk to this person again so you know am I going to be embarrassed about it no am I going to get defensive it's just one person so I think that's where sometimes I have to remind myself if. You know something like that happens where you get defensive because you shared something personal Mm -hmm. just remind myself like well this person is just you know in my life for a short stint and they don't have to be tomorrow so who cares if i felt embarrassed like i'm gonna try it again until i find the right people to get in my life
1: definitely i think the mindset of cycling through the people that are trying to exploit you or take you know capitalize on your vulnerability that's great information because in some cases you have people that go on for years and years without ever displaying real vulnerability with someone. And they don't know who they're with. They don't know who their, their friend really is past the you know the pleasantries and then just hanging out when things are fun. So yeah, that's uh, if you wanna see who's a fair weather friend versus who is in it for the long haul, that's a great way to do it.
0: Yeah, all right. And then curiosity you mentioned is another good way to find and signal to the right people. Um I think that's a really great point to just get in the habit of asking more questions but only like you've said before only when you're actually genuinely curious about something you don't just randomly ask people questions to see you know if you're going to like them or not but really thought out ones that would mean if they answer it in a certain way you're going to end up connecting with them because you know you're passionate about something and maybe they are as well.
1: Yeah. I think that is again these aren't easy things to do but curiosity is a bit easier in that you can practice it. And you can even start in situations where you just don't know something. You don't have to be consumed with passion for the subject or anything like that, but you can just pose general questions and start to, to figure things out. Because oftentimes the more questions that you ask, the more something becomes interesting because we're typically not privy to all the information that another person has, all their context, all their life experiences. And through that type of like Socratic questioning and dialogue, I think we can get to know people really, really fast. So curiosity doesn't have to be something that you're, you start with. It's something that is through careful questioning developed.
0: Yep. So we've got questions and ways, you know, once you find the people, what to start exploring. But how do you go about finding them other than, you know, the conferences like we mentioned and getting in the right habits, I guess, where it's going to bring you into an environment or situation with people who might be similar to what you're looking for. But what are some ways to start signaling to the right people to get them to get around them.
1: I think that advertising and lead generation to business phrases that feel highly impersonal, yet when they're done correctly, they are pretty personalized. They speak to our, you know, our instincts, our drives, a lot of uh, very common ambitions. So when advertising and lead generation are done right, they don't feel salesy, salesy, kind of like slimy, they're nothing like that. And I think that learning the industry of advertising and learning about how businesses generate leads and why they advertise in the first place, and then using those technologies and those tools for good in your friendships, your work relationships and stuff, that's great. So maybe that is getting out there at the team happy hour on Thursday. Uh, maybe that is getting, yeah, t- sorry, to the conference, subtle plug for Twilio Signal. Or you know, maybe it's just getting out in the, the meetup again and again, and the more you can put yourself out there and the more that you can display, hey, I know what's going on here, you know, just brief yourself beforehand. So when you do get into that situation and you strike up that conversation, you can tr- you know, try out a little curiosity, a little vulnerability. And I think that you'll find when you put yourself in an environment where there's mutual shared interests and everything like that, it becomes a safe place to do that.
0: So. Yeah. And I think an important thing to also do is follow up. So yes, a lot of times I struggle. You... I struggle
1: with this. I'm not good.
0: <laughs> I wasn't trying to call you out, but kind of, I mean, you go to these, you know, big events with amazing people and I know you're really busy, but sometimes you're like, you know, I'm like, have you talked to this person yet? You were really intrigued by the projects they were working on. And you're like, oh, I haven't gotten around to it yet. And I think making sure that you follow up, even if you don't know if every follow up will be worth it or mm-hmm. if everyone will pan out, just making sure that you can feel on your end that you're trying your best to get in contact with the right people, especially if you've already met them and you've already vetted them, you've already done. 90% of the work. So I 10% think, is just an email or a text.
1: Yeah, I think that subconsciously or consciously, I, I don't know which which is which, maybe it's conscious now, <laughs> but it's just a struggle because of the intimidation component when you are you hear about some of the things that people are working on, and it's so incredible and in some cases, following up seems almost rude and like an intrusion of time. And that's something I yeah definitely struggle with is following up and worrying, am I delivering enough value? Are they gonna be irritated because they're so busy? some of these projects are important to our future yep. in a, in a big sense of the, the word. So there's definitely that struggle of, is this an annoyance or is this a value add?
0: But they might be thinking the same thing about you. What we're doing maybe. you know, is important to the future and maybe they're thinking you're too busy for them to reach out to. So you should take the first step.
1: Wise words, Stephanie Postles. Wise words. <laughs> Thank you. So I think that's, that's really important. And then, so lead generation too, if you want to read more about this online, that is a, uh, it's a great thing to just to study. So you can start thinking more about how you use your social media profiles to generate leads for connections and meaning and not just business relationships. Because ultimately every business relationship or uh, sale or client that we have now is the result of in-person meetings that were pretty much, you know, they were very friendly. They, you know, they were not business oriented at first. And it sounds so simple and like so like obvious. Like, of course, that's how all business relationships happen, but we can kind of forget that. And so that the more you can put yourself out there, display the vulnerability, curiosity, and really signals the right people, the more you're going to be able to find yourself with a slew of business opportunities and ways to connect and build together after the after the fact.
0: Agree. All right. And thanks again to our presenting sponsor, Twilio. Don't forget to check out their conference this October, Signal. Their theme is artificial intelligence and authentic communications. And it's going to be a lot of fun because they're having the band OK Go there. And the mission will be on location at the conference so you can come see us. So grab your tickets and use our promo code Mission20 to get 20% off today.
1: And I will be there. And if you see me going around, bowing to everyone and just asking nonstop questions, well, I'm trying to display vulnerability and curiosity. So, you know, yeah, you (laughs) you might see me doing that. But uh, yeah, we hope to see you there. And to everybody listening, thanks so much. And we will see you tomorrow on the Mission Daily.